What's up, everybody? You're joining us for our very first episode. We are so excited to have you. In our first episode, we're going to be talking about kidnapping, a little food poisoning with the cops, all things Mother's Day, that good old vaccine, and the craziest thing you've done during quarantine. Okay, so Maria, I want to talk to you about this kidnapping. Well, first, it started off with a podcast that I was listening to because I'm kind of obsessed with like crime junkie, you know, podcasts, all that stuff. Um, For some reason, my mom (laughs) says, why do you like to listen to (laughs) women getting murdered? I don't know. But this one was actually not a murder and it was actually not about a woman. So it was actually about a 16 year old boy. He was part of the Getty family. And back then, I think the grandfather was the richest man on earth, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And this happened in Rome in 1973. And he was, so he was the grandson of, of um, Mr. Getty that in Mr. Getty was at that time, the world's richest man, but he was really tight with his money. So the ironic thing about it was that in the movie, because I got so obsessed with listening to the podcast, I then went and like, you know, of course got on Netflix and was like, is there a movie about this? And there is. And it's something called um, All the Money in the World. And it was really good. It was um, the whole thing is that the grandfather thought that they were just doing it to get money from him. And so it's kind of sad. Like he actually is kidnapped. And then it takes, a, it takes a little while for the grandfather to like, take it seriously. Okay, but wait, why, why he didn't think that someone would kidnap him. He didn't want to know where his grandson was. And that's what's weird. Like he didn't believe him until they cut his ear off. Oh yeah. And wait, they, they mailed the it to him. Yeah. The kids. <gasps> And I have the not mo- seen this movie. The mom the whole time was like going to the grandfather because, okay, his mom and his dad, which the mother was born, I mean, not sorry, the father was born into the family. So it was like the grandfather, the rich grandfather had the head of the son and the son had the teenage boy, right? So the mom and his, the dad got divorced and the dad ended up being like a deadbeat dad kind of. Um, so the mom kept going to the grandfather and being like, please, 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 you know, he's not kidding. He's not playing around. Like this is legit. And he didn't take him seriously until he got an ear mailed to him. (laughs) But yeah, it ended up being, and then, you know, this is a real story. So I think, um, none of the kidnappers were apprehended. Um, it was just, it was crazy because, you know, at that time he was the, the richest man in the world and he wasn't, wouldn't help us. $17 million. Yeah. And then what, what? It was in the seventies. So I think he got rich from oil, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was how he got his okay, money. So it was like old Southern money, oil money, oil. How do you say that? Oil? Yeah. Um, she said, yeah. 
Yes, but his grandfather, Rufy, is arguing that his 13 other grandchildren could also become kidnapping kidnapping targets. That was the other thing the grandfather said. If I save you, I've got to save the 13 other grandchildren. <laughs> it's like, well, I think you have enough money for that. So that's okay. But I wonder what... I did see in the... I um, watched the trailer and um, so Mark Wahlberg's in it. Yes, he is. Um, and then what's the other guy's name? I just had it pulled up. Um, anyways, um, but the great... But Mark Wahlberg is apparently like an ex-CIA agent or something. Mm -hmm. And so he hires him because he's like the best, the best, the best. And Mark Wahlberg asks the grandfather, you know, you you have all the money. Like what will it take for you to like, like when will it ever be enough? And he's like, when I get more. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, I need to watch this. So it's probably going to be on our hit list, watch list. Situation. It's a good movie. It really is. It's a good, um, especially while we're in quarantine, it's a good movie. Cause you know, Mark Wahlberg is cute at any age. Yeah. Um, and also they had a last minute for the guy who played, I read this somewhere, the guy who played the grandfather, he was a last minute exchange um oh who is the guy that played on american beauty that got with the daughter you know he was like creepy um the old, old the dad yeah what is his name and he played, he played on house of cards i think yes what's the name of this movie well this was when he had all those allegations um all the money in the world so who ended up playing the grandfather was a last minute shoe in and they actually had to to shoot all his scenes like later on, like like reshoot them because they didn't want Christopher Plummer. No, um, he was P J. Paul Getty, Michelle Williams. Oh, she's great. She was mm -hmm. Gail Harris, Mark Wahlberg, Charlie Plummer, Kevin Spacey. Yep, yeah, that's it. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. I think the first thing you said is who came in and became him, but they let let Kevin Spacey go because all that crap that was going down. So, yeah, so that is the movie that I have Wait, watched. Wait, oh, what crap? Kevin Spacey did what? He was, like, in some kind of, again, you know, um, I think we were younger during this, but I think he was in some allegations that made him look pretty bad. Ooh. And that's why he got taken out of it. Didn't even know it. You know how when you're like late at night, you just go down a rabbit hole and then you keep going down the rabbit yes. hole and you keep going down the rabbit hole. Yes. So that's kind of how I found out about that. Okay. So on our movie review for <laughs> all the money in the world, would you give it five out of 10 stars, 10 out of 10 stars? How many stars would you give it? 10 stars being the best must watch Netflix mm -hmm. right now and watch it. Or well, I kind of like history. Um, so I kind of like that aspect of it because it was, you know, actually happened and maybe like a seven. Like, I mean, there was no like love romance or fighting or anything. I mean, but it was it was interesting. It was, you know, it, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, Michelle Williams is great in it. So there you have it, guys. A seven out of ten for all the money in the world. Okay. So let's tell our listeners about what happened with food poisoning and the cops. Oh my, let's go. <laughs> I really feel like sometimes you should honestly have like a camera following you around for life, but go ahead. Okay, so I had Maria's stepdaughter come watch my dogs for me and she 
I was just going to let her stay in the house, you know, um, so she could have, you know, some time away and like, I have a guest room. So I was just letting her, you know, hang out there and act like she's got her house. Yeah. Like you know, bit. it's going to be about like, to go to college. I know it's going to be fun. And I trust her. She's a good girl. So I was like, sure. Well, the one thing I forgot to tell her was the actual alarm code. So, I mean, who needs that? Mm. You know, hello. So I go out of town. Um, to a wedding. I think which... it's like three hours away. Yeah. Um, and I have ADT where you could do it on your, your phone. It's an app, which is super nifty when you, you know, need it. <laughs> or when you're awake to, to answer your phone, to use it. But I got food poisoning at this wedding. Um, it was probably the most I've ever thrown up in my, in my life. It, and I, I'm, I'm not a thrower upper, like I don't throw up a lot, but I could not stop puking. I had to leave the wedding. Like I was with my girlfriend, um, Louisa, and she was like, well, don't we want to tell everybody bye first, you know? And I'm like, no, <laughs> we need to go. And she's like, you're rocking so fast. I was like, so then she calls her husband on the phone and all of a sudden, I'm like, you got to stop the car. And then I'm just puking up like macaroni and cheese, which sucks because that's my favorite thing to eat. And now all I can think about is it on the ground. You know, you just wasted a whole bunch of macaroni. And yes. Cheese. And it was baked macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's too. Like the best. It's the best. Yes. Mm-hmm. It tasted like almost like Chick-fil-A's. Uh-uh, don't do that. I'm telling you, it was no, that good. I don't know. Yeah. And I was, it was so disheartening. So then I, that was probably at like nine thirty or 10 and I kept throwing up until like four in the morning. Yeah, it was awful. Um, so my fast forward four hours <laughs> yeah. later and I get a phone call on the only Saturday that I could sleep in for our, since eternity to now. And my daughter's on the phone and she says, what's the alarm code? And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was that what it was. Um, But I was like, surely four years, it's been different, not. And so I was like, dude, I don't know. Let me hang up and call Marion. 17 text messages later, 14 phone calls, seven FaceTime calls. Mm -hmm. She still hasn't answered. Exactly. And the cops show up. And my daughter, who's in a oversized T-shirt and freaking out, she's like, what do I do? Do I get dressed? Do I go get, and I mean, honestly, she was like freaking out. Bless her heart. She did stay at the house. She didn't leave the house because <laughs> I'm sure my shitsy was like shitting herself with the, because the alarm kept, it was continuously going off. It wasn't it stopping. It did not stop for hours. So she also called, Maria also calls my ex-husband, which. I call everyone. I call her mom, her ex-husband. Doesn't answer my phone. No. His phone. Bless, bless (laughs) Louise's heart. I love her. I don't, I don't actually have never met her before as long as I've known you. Yeah. As long as you guys have known each other. It's just the strangest thing. So I had finally gotten to sleep because she made me do telehealth. So she actually. Saved your life. When you FaceTime a doctor and that's so awkward too, because you feel like total shit. And then it's like this doctor and you're like FaceTiming him and it's like, you're only mad because you actually see yourself. You look like that when you go to the doctor anyways, you just don't know that you awful. (laughs) And then I couldn't stop thinking like, I wonder if he has pants on because you know, he's (laughs) in his home office and it's like, I bet you just made like 
so much spaghetti. money doing this phone call. And then I, I bet, bet you're, you're ramen in your, noodles in a bowl. Off yeah. The and you're in your boxers <laughs> and which you need to have on like your doctor white, white coat on. But anyway, so he, um, you know, prescribed me some medicine and Lu- Louisa went to go get it and I felt better. So I finally got to sleep. And then that was, I guess when she saw my phone going off, going off, going off. And, um, I mean, Louisa knew the code, so she was like, just put this in. And then she undid the app, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, I felt bad for, for your daughter. Cause well, I told her, I was like, did you learn your lesson? She's like, yeah. I said, what is that? She said, always ask if there's a code for the alarm. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> so, so don't worry. You helped her learn something. Yeah, and she is a great dog watcher. So I'm glad that I found her because I was nervous about, Finding, you know, after my divorce, um, my my ex-husband used to take care of the dogs. So I was really nervous about finding someone that would I love my dogs and really take care of them. So hopefully she'll come back because I do need her in like a week. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll write the Caitlin, you did great. I'll write the the gate code really huge on the right. She'll spray paint it on the gate. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know that they charge now for that? No. Yes, I got a letter. I have to show it to you. I totally forgot to tell you about this. It's called Cry Wolf Services. And so they're trying to cut down on the the cost of police visits that aren't necessary. Yeah, $100. They charged you $100 for that? Yeah, I'll show you the letter. I'm appealing it, though, because, you know. Wait. They charge you $100 because they have to come because there's mm-hmm. an alarm. And if there's nothing going on, you have to pay mm-hmm. extra. Yep. But if there is something going on, you don't have to pay. Correct. Oh, my God. Yeah, they want that money. But you learned a lesson, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to peel this. Appeal away. So, this weekend was Mother's Day. So... Maria is a mother to two beautiful children and then with a stepdaughter, too. I just recently, I don't know how you say this, unbecame a stepmother. That's a whole nother episode. But so it was a it was a weird day for me. I was I was sad. You know, it was. It was sad for me, but how was it for you, Maria? Uh, let's see. It was, it wasn't even Mother's Day. It was so busy with soccer all day, all day. It was just literally another soccer Sunday. So soccer, that's a whole nother episode. It's a whole nother episode. Yes. <laughs> soccer mom. So um, not good enough. I was so busy that I didn't get to do anything with my mom. So we're doing something tomorrow. We're going to go eat. I got her like a little rose plant because she likes plants like I do. Oh, your mom got her flowers. That's great. No, she hasn't got them yet. Yeah. We'll probably arrive when your mom's flowers get yeah. there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't and know about that. Eating, but um, yeah, so Mother's Day is just me. Yeah. Just me. I thought about you. It was, I, I spent time with my mom. I actually saw Good my, old Nancy. Yeah, I actually saw my, my stepchildren, my, um, my babies, but Cause she actually, the little girl actually did make something for me, which I thought was really sweet. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to be a stepmom and then all of a sudden not be, cause it's not the kid's fault. You know, it's, they're just innocent bystanders and all this. So I'm sure I'm not the only one out there that has gone through that. And it's just a process. 
My therapist did tell me something that really good. She said, don't let your, you cannot have your past, present, and future all at once. I was like, oh. Oh, look at you being all sassy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. What does that mean to you? Basically, I can't have it all, like, because I was missing my, you know, I, my my divorce was um, amicably, you know, I can never say that word. Amicable. Amicable. And even though it was, it's still sad. It's divorce. It was, it's still super sad. Like, I'm super sad that my family got broken up, you know. And so she was saying that. I, I chose, you know, we, we, we both talked about divorce and that was our best route to go. So that was what we had decided upon. And I can't have that. I can't still continue to act like the stepmom in their lives and do everything for them. And, you know, be the stepmom because I was still like going over there and like making sure, you know, my stepdaughter had everything that she needed. My steps, because it's hard to break away from that. But she was saying like, I've got to learn for my own mental health to start breaking apart from that so that I can have a future. Yeah. It's hard for you. I, you know, I want to talk about this for a second is that I just recently started back therapy and I actually do it, um, you know, through video conferencing right now because of quarantine. And at first I was like, this isn't going to be really helpful, but it really is. It's super helpful. Um, I go to her once a week, even because I love her so much. It's, it's very beneficial to everybody. Everybody could use, I think, some counseling. You yeah, know, everybody has got problems. Yeah. So it's it's just it's something that I never like with, with this divorce. I was like, okay, I want to really be proactive and take care of myself. So I, I've actually went to for the first time ever a psychiatrist because to look at you know the medications as I was taking. You know, is this what's right for me? And it's just um, you know self care. Which, on that note, have you gotten your vaccine? Me? Yeah. No. <gasps> still won't. Still <sighs> okay. So I just don't trust it. I need it to be. I mean, there are so many things that have been around for ages that they haven't had vaccines for. Now, all of a sudden, this one thing comes swooping around and becomes a quote unquote pandemic. And voila, in like months, there's this magical vaccine that does has the cure, but then it doesn't have a cure because you might have to take it again. And it's not just one shot. It's two. And maybe in six months you have to take it again. And I just, I need it to be solid. Yeah. I kind of feel like it might end up being like the flu where you have to take it. I don't get a flu shot. I don't get a flu shot. Even as a teacher. Nope. Because there's so many different strands of the flu every year. Yeah, I agree. And it's with like, that. well, why am I going to take a shot for one strain when I have yeah, more could, of a chance get the to, other ones? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're not advocating don't get a flu shot. You know, you do whatever you right. do, you boo. But I, um, I agree with that because I we've both been teachers for over 15 years, and you're our. I think our immune systems are just. I feel like we're built different. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I my kids though, like the wind blows and they're sick. I can't get sick, like for some reason. <laughs> I mean, other than food poisoning. Please get me sick. But the it's like every other class got quarantined, except for mine. But me in my class, Same. and it's like the kids could just, uh, you know, I'm a special ed teacher, so sneeze in my mouth. Yeah, they could. Like, yeah, I mean, it's still nothing, nothing, nothing. But 
not that we want COVID, we don't want COVID, but it's just, it's like everybody, you know, was so contagious for a little while. I mean, I, could, I would love it. to work from home for 10 days. Like, you know, it's 14 days quarantine, but four of those days are weekends. Yeah. Well, right now I'm currently quarantining because two of my kids came to school with COVID, but I have to still go to work because I've had the shot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Blah. but yes. I mean, you know, so yeah, my students will come back Thursday. So Mother's Day was a meh kind of for the both of us, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand the, the I point of it. I don't even like Mother's Day, but like I hate Mother's Day now that I think about it because I'm like all year long, my kids are pretty awesome. You know, like with the little I love yous and the cuddle mm -hmm. time and the forced family fun and all those things like one day like I don't want to sleep in and let them be all hush hush because that shit just gets on my nerves it's more irritating <laughs> than them just bothering me like at the door like who's gonna knock and who's gonna just open the fucking door like, I, just, I think I can never see your, your daughter being quiet like yeah, not no, talking never <laughs> yeah my children I mean, when I was quiet. little it was made into a big deal too like go buy mom a gift and we're gonna you know make mom breakfast and right it's like you're forcing your kids to like like the parent just you know, it, it, Silas made me the cutest things at school. Like, the cute, he's so thoughtful. He's he, like he the is. most thoughtful kid. Lorelai made me nothing. She was like, <laughs> oh, it's Mother's Day. And then Caitlin was so wrapped up in prom because it was the night before yeah. at our house that just, and it's fine. I yeah. think that's just her age. Yeah. And I'll, no, I'm like, I'm totally cool with it because again, we were so busy with soccer yeah. and prom and all the things going on that it just was, you know, another thing. <laughs> I, I was super surprised that my my stepdaughter, um, you know, made me something that was out of the blue, and that was that was super sweet. But uh, that should definitely make you feel good because it did. I, it, it did, and then you know, of course, it made you feel worse. Yeah, and then the tears came. <laughs> so it was kind of like a you know, and, and plus VX, he's mass, so it didn't make it easier either. Yeah, he's yeah. It wasn't easy. It just wasn't easy. We'll just we'll call him Richard. <laughs> he was being a Richard. <laughs> <laughs> they should have that like a Karen, but being a Richard, right? Um, <laughs> so, okay, so tell me right now, what is the craziest thing that you have done during quarantine? Uh, you know, I'm really lame. We maybe going down the river. We didn't realize that like we were supposed to stop and get out. Mm -hmm. And so we kept going and literally like seven hours later, we were like, no one else is in the river. <laughs> so, um, that, when we were with the kids then, um, but during quarantine, I just did everything I possibly could, could to get, keep my kids busy. Like I wanted them to have a normal quote unquote normal-ish life. So mm -hmm. we did like a lot of hiking and kayaking and going to random places. That sounds fun though. Yeah. I mean, I was making sure that they had, had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't stressing out. Their kids could come over and swim. They, I mean, we didn't like keep our kids quarantined in the house. Like if they wanted, I'm like two days ago, you were with these people. Like if you have, if they have COVID, like you have good COVID too. Um, I think the craziest thing that happened to us in general was the 13th of March. I was sitting at a table with my husband and my ex-husband and his wife mm -hmm. and our child. And we were having a 
family meeting about something super serious. And we were at Chick-fil-A and all the other kids were in the playground and we were sitting inside. We had ordered our food and they brought it to us on, or, you know, they call your number and go sit down or whatever. They bring it to you in a tray. And we sit down and we literally were like handing out everybody's food. And they're like, oh, we need to come take the trays. And I was like, why? And they were like, because COVID. Um, the trays? Yeah, the trays. And I was like, why? And they're like, oh, well, because it came from corporate, that there's a pandemic and no one's allowed to touch anything. As a matter of fact, are those your kids in there? Now, granted, the kids were already playing. Like they had slid down the slide, probably licked it 17 like times. They could, like, Chick-fil-A like, couldn't wait till the end of the work day. They had to get you like your right trays then. right then. Right. So I think, <laughs> I think, I think what was told to them was like, from here on out, don't give out any trays, just yeah. things to go. Um, and they took it like, get the hell out of our yes, store, like, get your kids and go immediately. And I was like, ma'am, uh, they're already playing. <laughs> like, if they have the germs, they're just going to have the germs. Like, can they just stay in there now? Cause I'm pretty sure Silas has licked it or like farted on it or something. Like it's already there. Anyways, they made the kids come out and they had to wipe everything down. They took our trays from us. Like it was insane. So it was the, that kind of like soured my whole COVID thing. Cause then after that, it's like mandatory mask thing you know i just uh, all of it just ugh. so that was the weirdest thing that happened to us was we got our trays taken yeah what about you i got a tattoo um that doesn't match but i'll eventually get it to match <laughs> um i actually loved quarantine because i think i I love the term social distancing. Now I'm going to use it all the time. Oh, yes. Like I was made for quarantine. I don't like people. And so it was great to be like, Oh, I need to stay home. Oh, we need to, you know, quarantine. <laughs> so I just kind of, I mean, I was going through a divorce and I was healing from it. So it was, it was a, it was a different time. I'm kind of in a weird way. I'm glad that I like the divorce happened when it did and I could heal kind of at home and I didn't have to, be out and about and it was you know there was a term for it hey i'm social distancing i can't hang out with you right now i gotta go cry in my bed and you know write in my journal but so <laughs> they didn't need to know that they just knew i was social distancing so yeah it had a, you know i can't think of anything else that i did i mean i feel like for the most part we just well i take that back we when when the kids went to their other parents house um we did a lot of bed and breakfasts because those are the only things that were open. Mm -hmm. So because Jeff works from home and it was the summertime, we were like literally just, yeah. Um, we decided that we were going to try to see how many bed and breakfasts we could go to just like spend the night and come home. And so we, that was kind of like our thing. And then we fell in love with bed and breakfasts. Which one's been your favorite? Um, the Georgian in Savannah. Well, yeah, that's Savannah. I mean, it was gorgeous, but it's an adults only one. Uh oh. They're going to take them trays and get them kids off that playground. They're going to keep them kids. Um, they serve like um, hors d'oeuvres and wine, and, you know, they have like bed swings and like was, bed swings. Yeah, girl. What? You know, like two pallets that are put together, and then they put like mattress on it and you kind of just swing like a oh. porch swing but okay swing. I'm, I'm sorry i'm thinking dirty no you're thinking dirty dirty <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so bed and breakfast 
we took the kids back to Savannah and we stayed um, like on River Street in a bed and breakfast. I had a little balcony that like oversaw River Street and the kids loved that. Mm-hmm. And they kind of fell in love with the, with the idea too. So is that the first time they've been to Savannah? Mm-mm. No, there's nothing like Savannah during St. Patty. So I've never been. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Green rivers and weed. Oh my God. It's insane. <laughs> and that is for another. Episode. Yeah. That's for another episode. But, well, thank y'all for joining us. We have had a lot of fun with our very first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And we cannot wait to keep doing more with you. We have a lot of great topics coming up. Um, What are some of the things we're going to be talking about, Maria? Next, on the spot. Go. (laughs) All right, so we're going to talk about next week. Same job, different place. TikTok working out and fabulous workout clothes and summertime. So excited. I love summertime music. I love the beach. I love the sun. I love all things summer. So stay tuned for our second episode.